You are listening to the Echo Church Podcast, and we are on a mission of rescue and restoration into a vibrant and fulfilled life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is week three of Echo Church. We just wrapped up. It was an awesome service. Andy delivered a message talking about kids and kind of the lessons that we can learn there. Awesome time. Let's go around and hear some of the stories from week three. Here at Echo Church, we love sarcasm. So please keep that in mind as we dive into the stories from around Echo Church this week. One of the stars of today's service was Mike DeBolt. Mike DeBolt was our host for our video, which you need to go watch if you haven't. Mike, you're on the podcast. Um, love to get your feedback. What do you think about that? How did you come across in that video? Well, I think personally I came across very well. I was prepared. I was dressed well. Uh, my mind was right. I think my supporting cast was pathetic. Um, poor experience, not good manners, not easy to work with. Uh, lighting could have been a little better. I just, I felt like I deserved better. And uh, so I hope, I hope to be invited back and maybe everybody else could be a little more prepared. So for social experiments in the future, we will try to get people over the age of two then would be the, would be the assumption. Yeah, I think that would be the expectation for me. You know, I, I expect better. Your daughter uh, was one of the stars. She performed, I thought, excellently. I know you're complaining here about this. I think she knocked it out of the park. Um, she had a little bit of candy. Tell us about the rest of the day. Was she a little bit amped up there? Well, fortunately, I got in the car and I went to the Twin Cities uh, for the next six hours. So I have no idea how bedtime went, but that was all on mom. Um, but I know she ate a, a snake's face that was all sugar and then a handful of dots. I'm pretty sure she'd never had candy before. So... That's the real social experiment. You should have followed her around with the camera. So in today's message was delivered by Andy Cass. We're going to go catch up with Christy Cass to see her thoughts on the message. Let's see. Here she is. Oh, hey there, Christy Cass. How are hey, you doing Cordy, today? I'm doing great. It was um, a great day. You know, we just wanted to check in. You, are not, you didn't um, deliver the message today. That was Andy. So we just wanted to check and see what would you have done differently or potentially better if you oh. had del delivered the message here before people dive in. I don't really think I have any criticism. I think Andy nailed it, and it is an honor to serve alongside him. Oh, He's amazing. a great lead pastor. Just a quick question. Has he given you any pep talks lately this morning, potentially? And, and what was always, the content Always pep talks. Wants me to keep it high energy when I pray and positive and just encourage people. I, th I think you did a great job of that. Oh. That's Kayla over here with our coffee. We're packing down coffee. French this is, press. It's a live French press uh, reporting from the French press bar. I did notice that when when I looked at you and said, worship's over, come pray, you did bring the energy this morning. Thank you, Cordy. So, Thank you. Well and done. you did great too. We love having you part of this team. It was it was actually a really good morning. Thank um, you. Take people behind the scenes. So in first service this morning, um, we had the computer crash twice that was running the keyboards. Minor. So we had key no keyboards for over half of the set. Do you know that um, I didn't notice that until you just told me? That's a good Front thing. row, too. We, we, we all knew. We noticed. Um, the other thing that happened was Jess, our awesome backup singer. She disappeared. She, she had a coughing attack the third song and couldn't exited recover. the stage. She couldn't recover. Couldn't and then recover. it happened the second service also. So Same song? Uh, same song, same time. I just want to take people behind the scenes of 
Uh, some of the good couple, stories here. A couple other things is we didn't have coffee, so we had to make an emergency run to our local coffee shop, Mocha, because none of the outlets were working for us for our percolators. So Echo Church had to improvise and serve some hot coffee from a coffee shop. This was, uh, it was a, a fun day. morning. Isn't it, it fun to day. go behind the scenes? It's amazing. The things that people yes. don't know. But yes. that's why the podcast is here. Yes, it is. We love it. All right, yes. let's get into this message. Um, what was what the gist of this before we get on? What did you take away? Key points from Andy. Key points for me was 100% just like not hardening my heart and pursuing God every single day and is for sure asking for grace and patience when it comes to children. But just investing in this next generation is worth every second. Love it. Let's get into it. Thanks, Corey. Uh, But hey, welcome. If you are a guest here Today, uh, we don't take that lightly. We are so glad that you would come and check out Echo Church. And, and we know it's in a middle school, uh, and we just love making this our place, right? And, and just making it uh, make sense and comfortable. And, and again, we hope that uh, ultimately you aren't just coming to church uh, and putting your time in and going to a service, but ultimately this can become your community. This can be, uh, become your family. This can become your Echo home. Amen. Anyway, we're in the midst of a series. It's called We Are the Echoes, and this is the third installment. And this week, what we really want to do is start unpacking the idea that children and family matter. And we don't want to take that lightly. And so uh, we're going to talk and unpack that here just in a moment. But before we do that, I thought we'd have to laugh a little bit. Uh, How many know that children sometimes say the funniest stuff? Uh, Any parents in here? Any grandparents, uh, any uh, super uncles and aunts, uh, and, and sometimes my kids just say the weirdest things, and so I, why not embarrass them here this morning? Uh, no, not embarrassed, but anyway, uh, Zion and I, we talk quite a bit around uh, the supper table and just hanging out, and, and Zion, this one particular time after church on a Sunday, she handed me a, paper, a piece of paper, and she couldn't read at this point uh, very well, and she said, hey, Dad, can you read Uh, my memory verse. And so uh, I read it. I said, create in me a clean heart, O God. And Zion quickly responds and says, with soap? Kids just see things different. I saw this online. I thought this was hilarious. The Sunday school teacher was discussing the Ten Commandments uh, with her five and six-year-olds. And after explaining the commandments to honor thy father and mother, she asks the little boys, Uh, Is there a commandment that teaches us how to treat our brothers and sisters? And without missing a beat, one of the boys screams, thou shall not kill. (laughs) Can I hear an amen? Yeah, I mean, at least, at least no murder, okay? Uh, Now, I uh, I like cooking dinner, and like I said, we're around the table quite a bit at our own family and our own home. And uh, one of the things my daughters love when I make, it's sweet potatoes, because there's, I'm, I'm going to make you all hungry. I put a lot of butter on it, and I put a lot of brown sugar. Yes. And, and so there's one particular time Zion is just mowing down her potatoes, her sweet potatoes, and she looks at me and says, Daddy, uh, you know that I love potatoes more than Kaya. <laughs> and I looked at her like, really? And she goes, I'm not even joking. I'm not joking. And so Zion loves potatoes more than her younger sister. Not a surprise. Uh, One of my favorite uh, things that Zion's ever told me 
is, uh, we've been in kind of, we were in a competition to grow out our hair to see who had had the longest hair. And I was winning for a time. For those that didn't know, I had some long hair. And, and this one particular time we were chatting about uh, long hair and specifically Rapunzel, because why not? I mean, what else is there to talk about? And Zion says this about the neighbor boy. She goes, hey, Colin said that my hair will never be as long as Rapunzel. And then she paused and looked at me. She said, but he's just not trusting God. So, so, so I, I guess I am raising pastor's children. So she is trusting God for long hair. In the midst of the series, what we're trying to get across is not only individually, but collectively. We're trying to paint this illustration that God wants us to have a balanced life. And illustrating a tire or a wheel uh, that has a bunch of spokes, and you can throw that online if you could, or on the, on the screen. The first week we talked about Jesus and how we desire to keep him at the center of everything we do here collectively. But yet we desire to do that individually. Can I hear him? Amen. And, and so a lot of us, uh, when you start hearing, and, I, and my biggest fear is that when you hear me speak and you talk, and when I start talking about this is what I want Echo to be, you, that some of you just kind of disconnect from that and say, well, that's nice that you want your church to be like that. But, but what I'm presenting is I believe this is a biblical concept of how God wants us to be. That yes, salvation is free, but there is a response because of the greatness of the gift that he's given us. And so Jesus is at the center. And last week we talked about simple church balancing it out with excellent expression. And we can, we can do the spiritual practices. We can pray and we can gather in fellowship and we can do all that stuff and be this great church on a week-to-week basis, but we don't let it meld and, and, and melt and, and, and really uh, kind of invade our workspace, our home life. When we're hanging out with people, then we begin to have an un- unbalanced life. And so today what we want to do is just for a moment is start talking about children and family. And, and again, yes, there's the counterpart to that, but we want to focus just specifically on this because I believe kids matter. That children matter most here. Can I hear amen? And you don't have to be a parent. You don't have to be a grandparent to understand that the next generation is one of the best assets we'll ever have. And so I, can, uh, I want to illustrate that through scripture. And so if you have your Bibles, would you open up to Matthew chapter 9, verse 13 through 15, uh, and as you're opening, and I'm going to begin to read, it says, Then the children were brought to Jesus, to him, so that he might lay his hands on them and pray for them. Interesting enough, the disciples begin to rebuke the people who were bringing them. However, Jesus said, and again, this is like a kind of little shameful, because the disciples are doing something, then Jesus pauses them, and, and, and says, whoa, 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 let the children come to me. Don't stop them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And then after that, he laid his hands upon them and blessed them. I believe at face value, Jesus came into this world to flip the script as we know it. If you're young in here, you desire to grow old. But the older you get, I want to suggest to you that I think Jesus is saying you need to begin to grow young. I mean, don't raise your hands, but I think some of you would admit this. At some point, uh, at some age, you, you don't really want to know when your birthday is anymore. You're not really counting the numbers. 
I know there's some of you, you forgot your last birthday. You had to go, how old am I? And there's a desire, I think, uh, just within us that, that we know we're, we're physically heading in a different direction. But ultimately, I, I think God puts this, this unspoken concept that we desire to grow young. But that's because I believe we're all growing old. Let me tell you this. Echo Church believes that our children are our best asset. That was such a good point. I need you to say amen, so I'm going to say it again. Okay, ready? I believe Echo Church, at Echo Church, our kids are our best asset. And we don't want to take that lightly. We know we are people rich, and we're children rich. We have so many kids here. And so let's not forget what, we're, what, what our best asset is, and we believe that kids are that. I believe the more kids that come into to Echo, the healthier we are. And so can we. Again, yes, look at this as a collective vision and goal, but can we also do this individually and understand that there are some children in our life that need us to come alongside them and help guide them in the path of life, right? Uh, a famous architect, Jay Meyer, says this, I am an architect. And you would think he's talking about maybe the paper and the documents and everything that he does on a weekly basis, but he says, I can create the days that have not yet happened. And I believe the same is true for some of us that are sitting in here that are grandparents or we're parents or we're soon to be uh, parents or maybe we're young and thinking about having a family or we could be a mentor. Or maybe we're into to foster care or adoption or maybe we're a bus driver. Maybe we're a teacher. I believe we can begin to create the days that have not happened through beautiful children. And that's the face value, I think, that Jesus is saying here. But if we go ahead and just kind of dig a little bit into it, I believe in the context of a few stories, we begin to see maybe a deeper concept that I believe the Bible is trying to teach. So I want to paraphrase a few stories, uh, one story that's before and one story that's after. I think many of you know, how many sandwich lovers in here? You know, like, like lunch, like sandwich is what you're going to do. How many of you know the bread makes what's in the middle better? You know what I'm saying? Like the bread makes what's in the middle better. And when it comes to scripture, I believe the same is true. And so in, in, verse, or in chapter 19, verse 1, we see uh, a, a story about some Pharisees coming to Jesus and they start testing him and they want to trick him and they, they, they want to kind of maybe get their uh, interpretation uh, uh, reaffirmed, or they want Jesus to take their side. And, and they're asking Jesus a question, and they say, hey, why is it, or is it okay, is it more like this, is it okay to divorce a woman for any and every reason? And in that questioning, Jesus looks at them, and this is a very a quick, quick reference, but in essence looks at them and says, yes, you've, you've heard that said. But the only reason why that was permitted in the day of Moses is because your hearts have become hardened. And I think face value, yeah, kids matter. But what I want, I want to just present here, maybe quite possibly, Scripture is trying to present the natural movement as we age. The older we get, easier it is for a heart to become hardened. And I believe the Holy Spirit and God just wants to go ahead and remind us people of Echo and, and our in, in, as individuals that we need to fight against that natural process to become jaded 
and, and move into a, a point in life where, where honestly it just becomes a, like our heart and what we think and what we care about. It, it all matters is us. I believe that's the first piece of bread on top of the, let the children come to me. In the very second story, it says something like this, the, the rich young ruler or the, man, the young man who has a lot. He comes in and he says, Jesus, how can I inherit the kingdom of God? And Jesus looks at him like it's no big deal. And he says, well, that's great that you did all these commands as, from a young boy. But what I want you to do is sell everything you have, all the possessions, and give them to the poor. And then come follow me. And it says, and I find it absolutely interesting, in verse, I believe, uh, let me find it here, 21. It says, if you're serious about reaching the goal, Go and sell your possession, give them the poor, and you will have riches in heaven. Then come follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sad because he was very wealthy. And what I want to suggest to you is I think he had a difficult time in following Jesus because his hands clenched onto the things of this world. And I believe the older we get, more hard our, 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 the, the more hardened our heart becomes, the harder we hold on to the things that we have. And if there's anything that I believe that the scripture can teach us today and help us to apply in our everyday ordinary life is this, is the natural way of human is a hard heart and closed hands. But the opposite way of the world is to become more like a child with soft hearts and open hands. And that's just simply easier said than done. But this is what God calls us to do. I believe when Jesus says, let the children come to me, he's looking at you as adults and he's saying, come to me, but learn to be like a child. Do you remember when you were a child? You remember being a child? Yeah, he's like, yeah, I am. Simple, easy, everything is brought to the table. And I think there can be something that is simply learned by children. And, and I, I had this thought, like, what if we were to, like, grab a few ec little echoes and some little kids and do a social experiment and see whether or not they're generous or <laughs> they're selfish. And uh, so we filmed it, and we thought we'd show that to you today. Does anybody want to watch that? Yeah, yeah, I think. So enjoy it. Enjoy what is on the screen. Doing here? What if I gave you guys some food? Would you be okay with that? Okay, I'll be right back. All right, you guys are each gonna get your own uh, item here. Okay, hold on, just real quiet. Liam, this is a bowl of marshmallows. Um, this is this is just for you, okay? No! I'll be right back. Come on! That's unfair. All right, Taya, this broccoli is just for you. Okay, just for you. Taking the marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have one, Liam? Give it to your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you throwing those out the bed? Those are pre precious marshmallows. 
Okay, well, um, this is, oh, whoa, 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 Jack, these, uh, this bowl of dots, that's just for you, okay? I'll be right back. Do it! Mags, do you want some candy? Okay. That's just for you, okay? That's yours. It's a snake. What does a snake say? Like, you can eat this. It doesn't taste like a snake. It's good. It's edible. Just so you know, okay? You should talk amongst yourselves. just to make sure we're really clear on this. This is not food, okay? That's yours. And, and, oh, sorry, those are yours too. But those are just yours. I don't know what to do with this. All right, Will, this is just for you though. These are just for you, okay? Mags, have you been eating Keza's uh, dots? Keza, are you okay with Magnolia just taking your dots? Yeah? You guys are so much better than the boys. Don't be done for. Don't. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Perfect illustration. What did Keza just share with Magnolia? No, <laughs> Did Keza just share her candy? Did that make you feel good? Easy question to summarize everything. Is sharing a good thing? No. 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 Yeah. Why? Worst, worst thing ever. Did you guys learn anything from this? Hey, let's hear for our little echoes. Oh. I had grandiose intentions of how the video would be and how the kids were act, 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 or they would act, and not even remotely close to what I hoped for. So on an application basis, uh, be like the girls. <laughs> be like the girls. Now, what, uh, what an interesting scenario, though, because you do see, uh, you see little kids... And you see, as, as small as little Keza was and little Mags, uh, they seem to naturally be able to have an open hand and maybe softer hearts. And, 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 and maybe it's a girl thing, but maybe it's, maybe it's an age thing. Uh, but it, definitely. But also, I would say this is, is um, uh, the kid who, who picks up uh, <laughs> the marshmallows. And th how many was that? It was your favorite. Like, yes, I wanted to do that for 20 years. Uh, and he throws it over the floor because the reality is, is sometimes kids don't have value. But I, I would wonder if we've been teaching kids a value that simply isn't valuable.
on an application basis, I, I think what we could learn from this scripture and what, what God is trying to infuse within us today is can we begin to learn from children? Can we go back to the beginning? Can we join the movement, I believe, of the kingdom of, of saying, you know what? Learn to be like a child. I remember uh, a couple years ago when my daughter, my first daughter, Zion, was three, four years old and we were going to a Christmas Eve service and what I tried to do was, was encourage her to be generous. And I said, hey, Zion, we're gonna find someone at church today that may not have a lot of gifts, may not have a lot of things. And I want you to give a gift, not that I purchase, but that you have and give it to one of your friends. And I remember going through her toys and it was one of the hardest things for me to be a part of because guess what she would pick? The best. And it was, I could come up with a million different excuses and why she shouldn't give that because of the position of my heart and the clenched nature of my hands. And I had to, I was thinking about it when she wanted to give away the computer, how I had explained to grandma that why the computer wasn't there anymore. But the natural movement of, of, of human, the natural uh, position as we mature and we, as we age, is our hearts become hardened and our hands become clenched. And I'm just wondering if we can be a people that say, hey, you know what, God, I, this might be our natural movement, but we submit to you and say, continue to soften our hearts and loosen our hands. The second thing that I wanna bring up today is, is can we be the Echo family? can we fight for our children? If we believe that, that children are our best asset, can we be intentional and can we not only allow children come to, to come to us, but can we go to them? And I'm not talking about just mission adventures and things where we can put our money and say, hey, we wanna make a difference in this type of organization that's doing these great kids, but can we be people who sign up to make a difference in the younger generation? Can we be people that, that, that yet yeah, we might not be passionate about kids. In fact, they kind of annoy us from time to time, but can we stand up and fight for kids that just need that extra hand? Can we be that type of people? Can we let the children come to us? Can we go to them? And then thirdly, I believe this, is there some people in here that I just wanna honor? I wanna bless you. And, and I know there's tons of parents here and we're gonna honor you at another time. There's some grandparents. Uh, but what I'm talking about is the people that signed up and they didn't have to, but they decided out of a life ambition or a goal or a calling to be a teacher or a mentor or a coach or a para or a bus driver, a daycare provider, a nanny, a foster family, an adoption parent. Not because you get paid a billion dollars, but because it's your calling and you wanna make a difference. If that's you today and you're one of those types of individuals that signed up to make a difference in a kid's life, will you stand up today? We wanna honor you and we wanna say thank you for what you do. Any, any teachers, paras, nannies, thank you. You guys are our heroes and stay standing. What I wanna do is just take a moment and pray a blessing over you. Can we do that church? Can we just extend our hands and our hearts towards them and say, Jesus, God, we thank you that they're not only meeting a need, God, that they're making a difference in a generation to come. God, we understand that this world needs people to step into a gap and fight for children, to, to meet the need 
to live within their passion. And so God, today, God, I know that working with children, working with teens, God, working with high-risk youth, God, some people like that, it's just, God, it's wearing and it's exhausting. And Jesus, today, I just ask that you would bless them, God, that you would give them the strength and Holy Spirit, that you would come upon them. And God, you'd give them wisdom. You'd give them the right words at the right time with the right people. And we lift them up today in Jesus' name. If you agree with that, can you shout amen? Amen. amen. Thank you for being our heroes. You can find your seats. At the end of the scripture, and after Jesus says to the young man, hey, sell everything and then come follow me. And then when the man heard this, he became sad because he was wealthy. The disciples start having a discussion with Jesus. And it says something like this. Uh, the disciples said, hey, um, can anybody do this? I mean, can anybody even come to the kingdom of heaven? And in verse 23, it says this. Let me just read it. Jesus said to the disciples, yes, I tell you that it's very hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Let me pause here. You're richer than you think you are. Furthermore, I tell you that it's easier for a camel to pass through a needle's eyes for a rich, uh, than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Then the disciples heard this in utter amazement, and then they said, then who can be saved? They're like, this is impossible. And some of you are listening to this message and you know the position of your heart and your attitude and the clenched nature of your hands. And, and, and you're like, I don't know if I can do this. And, and, and you know what? You're right. Because Jesus responds back and he says, humanly, this is impossible, but with God, everything is possible. Can I hear an amen? And you know what? This is my favorite part of the service where we invite people to pray a prayer of surrender because I believe to take steps and allow God to begin to soften your hearts and loosen your hand grip. The first step is surrender. And some of you have walked into this place and you felt far from God. Some of you have never had a relationship with God. In fact, this Echo Church thing is brand new to you and you've never even felt or seen anything like it. And what we wanna do as a church collectively is to pray a prayer that we've prayed a hundred times. Maybe for some of us, this is our second time, but we wanna pray with everybody in this room for the first time. And so Echo, for those that have been here for the last few weeks, you know what we're gonna do. I'm gonna put a prayer on the screen and I'm just gonna ask, would you pray this with me? Can we do that collectively? Let's pray. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again. All of it with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and authority. Can I hear any ma'am? following Andy Cass around. He is tearing down lights right now. If you notice every week, we bring in our own lighting setup. It has to get torn down every week, packed in the trailer. Andy, week three. Um, we're still doing it. We're lost for words. Lost I, for words. It's, such, it's been such a good week um, that we don't even have anything to say. Nothing. So let's not say anything. Let's not say anything let's at all. Let's call it a wrap. And that was a good podcast, folks. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Echo Church podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please take just a second to share it with a friend or family member who might need to hear this word today. And if you're feeling alone, lost, have a question, or want help with anything, please reach out to us. We are the echo.church slash contact. We would love to help you no matter who you are or where you're at. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to learn more, make sure to head over to that website, wearetheecho.church to get all the details and upcoming services and events. Mm-hmm.